it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Real quick, right off the top. Because now we have a staged event out of Georgia where a black female state representative was taken into police custody yesterday for trying to get into the governor's office. And now you have the left saying, police brutality, this is the old South voter suppression. Blacks are going back to Jim Crow. Wait a second, I'm sorry, did I miss something here? I thought we weren't allowed to obstruct legitimate government functions. The governor, Brian Kemp, was signing a bill that passed the lower house, the upper chamber, that was being signed into law. But now Nancy Pelosi says, Nancy Pelosi says Democrats have the right to remove Republican members of Congress who have been seated, certified elections, recounted, sworn in, sitting members of Congress, cut 10, play it. I want to be fair. Now, if I wanted to be unfair, I wouldn't have seated the the Republican from Iowa because that was my right on the opening day. I would have just said, they're not seated. And that would have been my right as speaker to do. I want to make sure we're clear that the next time there is a Republican speaker, that Republican speaker can now just refuse to seat Democrat members. But last night, It's all over social media. And of course, you have all the Democrats tweeting pictures of uh, police and black protesters or civil rights marchers from the 60s. Representative Park Cannon, a black woman, tried to get into the governor's office. Now, let me tell you something. If it were me, I would have said, you know what? Let her in. And I'd have double slapped my thighs. Come here, toots. Have a seat. Sit in my lap while I sign this bill. Come on. Sit right here. But the governor was probably unaware. If there was a Democrat that wanted to bear witness, as she said, there's a right way to do that. Excuse me, Mr. Governor. May I be in your office while you're signing this bill? The idea that she's just going to show up unannounced and try to get in, she was told that is not permitted. Simply being a member of the Georgia State Assembly does not give you open access to the governor. Just as any random member of Congress can't show up to see Joe Biden. And I can tell you right now, Navy SEAL, war hero, Dan Crenshaw, if he shows up to the White House unannounced, the Secret Service is going to say, sir, you must make an appointment. Wintick 695 Patriot 957-2874. Mike, do you have that audio? If you do, please play it. Why does she have to step back? The governor is signing a bill that affects all Georgians. Why is he doing it in private? And why is he trying to keep elected officials who are representing us out exactly. of the process? Exactly. The process is over. Yeah, you said you give her one more time, like you're going to do something. Are you serious? No, you are not. She's not under arrest. For what? Under arrest for what? For trying to see something that our governor is doing? 
Our governor is signing a bill that affects all Georgians, and you're going to arrest an elected representative. Why does the governor have more power than, the, than a representative? Why are you arresting her? Stop arresting her. Why? Cite the violation. Cite the code. What is she in violation of? I want you to cite the code. Cite the code. Cite it. What are you? Cite the code. Cite the code. Cite the code. Why are you arresting her? Under what? Under what? Under what law are you arresting her? Why are you arresting her? Why are you arresting her? Tell us now. Why are you arresting her? Cited. Give me a reason why you are arresting her. All right, this is the show. The left is now shifting tactics. First, they had Mark Elias and Perkins Coey come in. They judge shopped. They landed in Stacey Abrams' sister's court. They changed election law. There are thousands of change of custody reports missing. We don't know who handled ballots in Georgia during the special election. We don't know how many ballots were submitted during the general election that were fraudulent. The recount was not an audit. They got their way. Georgia Republicans realizing that they have to clean up their election law to have integrity. Passed the bill in the House, passed the bill in the Senate, or the Assembly in the Senate. It's now being signed into law, and you get this stage performance. This is stage performance. This is Alinsky tactics. They brought a camera crew. They knew exactly what they were doing. I'd like to see this happen in New York and California. Maybe in Michigan. Republican lawmakers should just walk right into Andrew Cuomo's office. Walk right into Gretchen Whitmer's office. Walk right into Gavin Newsom's office. No, 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 no. You can't stop me. I'm an elected official. Headline NPR. Georgia lawmaker arrested as governor signs law overhauling elections. Way down here it says... Georgia State Patrol spokesperson, Lieutenant W. Mark Riley, told the Atlanta Journal-Constitution that Cannon was, quote, advised she was disturbing what was going on inside, and if she did not stop, she would be placed under arrest. Cannon's arrest warrant alleges that she stomped on an officer's foot three times as she was being apprehended and escorted off the property. Well, isn't that assaulting an officer? Wait a second, are we in defund the police mode or are we in insurrection mode? Which mode are we in right now? Which mode are we in right now? Nancy Pelosi is now asserting that because of the process, she is free to eject Republican members of Congress. That's her right as speaker. You can't can't interrupt the process. Well, what was this person doing? Now it says here also, Cannon, who is five foot two, according to her arrest record, her arrest by several large white law enforcement officers and the image of her being brought through the Capitol prompted widespread condemnation on social media overnight. Her arrest prompted comparisons to civil rights and police brutality from this summer. Then why don't you just say it? The law doesn't apply to you. The law doesn't apply to you. 
Whatever happened to norms? Whatever happened to norms? Do we just barge into a governor's office when the governor's signing a bill? Yes or no? If she wanted to be in there, you damn well know it. There's a proper way to go about this. But now they've got, now we've got the new tactic. On one side, Democrats are simply going to remove people from office that they don't like. On the other side, when things don't go the way of the Democrats, they're going to go back to political stage theater. So why don't we just say it? Anything, any way the Democrats don't get their way is racist. Anytime the Democrats don't get their way, it's racist. You're not, you're not allowed to tell a Democrat no. This has nothing to do with her being a black woman. This has everything to do with whether or not she has an absolute right to simply walk into the governor's office at will. Can I walk into her office? Can you? If Democrats are going to say that there are no norms here, no rules, no procedures, then we can just go where we want. No, wait, we were told we can't. Now, I have said, the people that caused any level of destruction in the Capitol should be charged. But they were told, you can't just enter the Capitol. There's a procedure going on. There's a procedure that you may not interrupt. Does that change at the state level? Maybe it does. Maybe Georgia has a law that says the governor's door is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week to whomever wants to enter, whenever they want to enter, regardless of what is going on inside that office. But here, golf clap. And the Academy Award goes to Representative Park Cannon. Now we know what's going to happen. She'll be on MSNBC morning, noon, and night. She'll be on CNN morning, noon, and night. And then she'll announce her run for the House of Representatives or governor or whatever it is. This is a stepping stone. You make, you make a, a spectacle out of yourself, it becomes a stepping stone for you. If a Republican did this to a Democrat governor, there'd be no sympathy whatsoever. Notice she wasn't shot. She was not tased. She was not pepper sprayed. If you watch the video, they simply turned her around and started walking her away from the governor's office. That's it. She wasn't brutalized. She wasn't choked. She wasn't put in an arm lock or a headlock. She wasn't knocked to the ground and dragged by her feet. She was simply escorted away from the governor's front door. Now, if you're going to say this is unacceptable, then be prepared. Be prepared for people to show up at your door and interrupt your procedures. I, I know it's an old saying about double standards versus having no standards. The Democrats have no standards. The media has no standards. Anything that gets in the way, they're all about process and procedure. When process and procedure are working in their favor, they're all about theatrics when it doesn't. And that's what this is. And everybody knows it. But you know what? They're going to play the game. They're going to do the dance. Wine six six ninety five Patriot nine five seven two eight seven four. Well, we know where the news cycle's going now. We know what the Sunday morning talk shows are going to be all about now. We're not going to be talking about a Muslim immigrant who gunned down 
10 white people. Not going to be talking about that at all. Because again, the standard is a mass shooting or any shooting for that matter only matters. It only concerns the media if it can move a narrative. Once it no longer moves a narrative, it is no longer of interest. Wine six ninety five Patriot nine five seven two eight seven four. So Pelosi can remove. Yeah, you know, let me get to this one too. Ted Lou. Ted Lou's been on this program. Ted Lou lost his mind in a hearing over violence against Asians and a lack of Asians in the judiciary. And a law school professor pointed out that Asians are being quoted out of major universities, thus harming the pipeline to the judiciary. I want you to listen to the reaction from Ted Lieu speaking to Peter Kersenow, a law school professor, on this topic. Cut nine. Long, quick clip. Go. Discrimination is against Asian Americans. In fact, just yesterday or day before yesterday, I filed a brief in the Students for Fair Fair Admissions against Harvard case in the Supreme Court. Stop bringing in irrelevant issues. There are more Asian Americans at these Ivy Leagues. Underrepresented. These are different issues happening. So just answer my question about Asian Americans in the federal judiciary or minorities in the federal judiciary because it is underrepresented. It is underrepresented. This is not what the hearing's about. Underrepresented, definitely. Underrepresented based on the fact that there's been discrimination in the pipeline that we've been talking about. Profound discrimination against Asian Americans. Without question, profound discrimination. It's one of the reasons why I indicated before we have an erosion in confidence in the institutions. Because the perception by the public is we are making determinations on the basis of race. One of the most baleful and anathema considerations we have in the United States of America because of history. is precisely why I say we must avoid at all costs the perception that decisions are being made on the basis of race. And when you look at the correlative with how decision-making is being made in the admissions process, it appears as if decisions in large part are being based on... We're not talking about the admissions process. We're talking about the federal judiciary. The fact that it's 73% white and male means decisions were being made on the race of the applicant. And that is simply a fact because it not statistically would not have come out as 73% white and male. You see, even in the case where you have an obvious example of discrimination against Asian Americans. Ted Lieu doesn't want to hear it. That's not the narrative. That's not what we're looking for. And this law school professor is literally saying, but there is discrimination. And this affects the pipeline to the federal judiciary. If Asian Americans who are entering these universities are being quoted, not everyone's going to law school. Some people go to college to become doctors or engineers. There's all sorts of majors in a university like Harvard. But if you're quoting, using quotas to keep people out, out of the law school, specifically out of the law school, then you are affecting the pipeline to the judiciary. Maybe Harvard prefers its fake Indians, like Elizabeth Warren. But listen to Ted Lieu get upset when he's saying, here's exactly the basis of what you're complaining about. I don't want to hear it. How can you have quotas if you're saying there's not enough Asians on the judiciary and then we need more? 
A quota, I guess. If you're using quotas to keep people out, then you can't have quotas to get them in. Nobody should be quoted in or out. See, this is the big hole in critical race theory. This is the big hole. You're using discrimination as a weapon against a minority group, then claiming that minority group is a victim of the use of racism, which you just, I mean, this is, a, a, I don't know the politics of this law school professor, but it's kind of funny. He's saying we should never have the perception that these decisions are being made based on race. And if Asians are overrepresented, so be it. A student should be judged on their academic credentials. Not being told there's too many of you here. But that's the whole in critical race theory, by the way. Wine six six ninety five Patriot nine five seven two eight seven four. All right, let me take a break. We have a lot to get to. It's a Friday. We don't we don't we don't coast into the weekend. We go full steam ahead. Serious XFP. You can join me live on the Wilkow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon West, on Sirius XM Patriot, Channel 125.